Welcome to Great Refiners Daily. We are back and we bring you the latest from the ongoing crypto and fintech revolution. I'm Gustav. And I'm Alex. And today is Thursday, the 2nd of September. And it's a lot that has been happening during the last 24 hours. And it's really hard to keep up in this, this industry. But we have made it our mission to try to do so and have fun at the same time. Alex, what's going on in the market? Well, as always, in these days, lots of actions. Bitcoin is trading up against 50k. It's waiting to be broken right now. I cannot wait to see the effect it will have. Either we will have a swing failure pattern and and go back down, of course, or we will blast through 50k. That's what I think, at least. What's your take there, Gustav, on Bitcoin especially? Mm, I don't have much more takes than hope that it continues to go up the, the uh, FOMO. I, uh, and the, I, I noticed that uh, cardano is is uh, well above three dollars now ethereum have been up and touching on 3.8 thousand dollars um and, and of course I, I just look at the the market right now and i see that uh, almost all coins are up everything is up so that's uh, uh, really exciting and uh if we take a look on today's hot topics, what do we have there in a short overview? We do have some Belarus and cryptocurrency mining. We have some CBDC trial going on between some major countries. <clears throat> we have Playboy and their NFT. They joined the NFT mania, basically. And um, some regulation talks before ending up with a decentralized search engine that basically is uh, challenging Google. Mm. Interesting. Should we jump straight into the first one, maybe? Yes, let's go. So the first one is basically that Belarus president Lukashenko is calling on state to mine cryptocurrency because Belarus has lots of abandoned industrial sites uh, that could be used to generate revenue through, through cryptocurrency mining. So this is quite cool, I think. It reminds me a lot of, of El Salvador and their their mining efforts right now. Yeah, and I mean, me myself, I've, I've, uh, I've I did do mining uh, back in 2017, 2018. I think you were in the, the mining apartment that I had. Yes, I was there. And uh, I know how hard it is and, and uh, how competitive the market is for that. So I think uh, what what. If, if, if you have a, if you're a state or a company with a lot of money and so on, you're really in, in a good position to to compete on <clears throat> against others so it's really interesting to see that uh, a president of Belarus uh, uh, have those initiatives and uh, yeah. I, I also noticed that uh, a Norwegian company and or a Nordic company here called Arkane they got the funding of 62 million Norwegian kronor to start mining business. And so I see this more and more now, more and more now these days, that the different entities start to mine, actually. Yeah, entities and states. I mean, you see, it starts to get legitimate for real here, cryptocurrencies. Yeah, yeah. Let's continue and keep an eye on the whole uh, mining industry. Uh, up next is... 
Something Next about CBDCs, right? Yes, <clears throat> exactly. So Australia, Malaysia, Singapore and South Africa are trialing CBDCs for cross-border payments. So the four central banks are basically working together in a joint project uh, that will develop and test a shared platform between them for international settlements with multiple CBDCs. And I mean, this is extremely innovative if you, th if you look at what's going on in the CBDC space. Because you have in Sweden, we have the Swedish Ekrona. In, in, um, the, in China, we have the e Yuan, And in many, many other countries, they have a um, kind of a single country CBDCs. But now they are working on, on a multi-functionality between different kind of CBDCs. So I think mm -hmm. this is uh, extremely innovative and quite early. But you see, the things are moving quite fast, even in the CBDC space. Yeah, and I mean, this is what they need to do, I think, because if if their competition is the public open blockchains and cryptocurrencies, then, uh, I mean, they will have no boundaries in country and so on. So I think that CBDCs cannot be developed in silos inside of different countries. It needs to be interoperable with any country in the world, any country's currency. Uh, I mean, we will continue to travel and, and and, and you do want to to be uh, having the, the possibility to easily change your uh, CBDC to another country's CBDC when you're traveling and so on. Exactly, exactly. It seems like um, they are testing out different kind of distributed ledgers. I mean, I could mm -hmm. only foresee it's Hyperledger, Corda, etc. Some kind of private solution there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so too. I think R three Corda is the most uh, popular and, and yeah, the most popular one. Yeah, I think the Swedish central bank is working with them. I if if I remind correctly, it's Corda. I think Accenture is the company, and they are trying to innovate innovate on top of Corda and build exactly. a Swedish Kuna exactly. there. Yeah. Next topic, Playboy. Up, Playboy, <laughs> to... what's going on there? They are minting NFTs. Yeah, they I are, think uh, you knew how many? Uh, 50 submissions uh, in the first exhibition will be chosen in, in October. So it's not released yet. And you can actually participate in this, Gustav, if you want to do. Yeah, that's interesting. And they are doing uh, what, what does it do? Do I need to take a photo myself or do I just buy or what? <laughs> I mean, I, I just do? think you, you can be as creative as you want and do whatever art and or whatever JPEG and, and submit it, basically. But yeah, they call the, it uh, the art of gender and sexuality. Yeah, I think they they want to celebrate the brand's uh, value of free speech, and this is the crypto ethos as well. So I think they are in the right business. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if if you are if you really want to participate in this, you can actually uh, submit uh, until October first a JPEG. Submit the JPEG to them. And the winning artists will have their work showcased at the NFT.NYC conference. Hmm. Exciting. I wonder how Let's... much they will sell for, by the way. What do you think? Yeah, Playboy I NFTs. I think they will be extremely expensive. Uh, yeah, probably. There's two, two things that people might want to pay a lot for. An NFT and uh, some, uh, some uh, naked uh, person. <laughs> Definitely. <clears throat> All right, moving on to the next topic. Survey finds European wants home countries to regulate crypto and not EU. What's yes, so what's going on there is that um, 
they had a survey, as you mentioned there, uh, 31,000 <clears throat> 31, respondents across uh, 12 member states within the European Union replied to that one. And what the survey basically re revealed was that a majority of Europeans would prefer local governments to create and regulate cryptocurrencies. And this comes against the, the backdrop of, the, of a crypto law that has been proposed by the European Commission. I think it was in May or something. Um, so they want local governments to regulate the crypto instead of having the EU doing that. Hmm. Do you know why? I think they want some freedom, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, hmm. just think about the monetary policies. If you are part of the, the monetary union within, within the European Union, if you're Greece, hmm. if you're Italy, or if you're Germany for, for that sake as well, I mean, you would probably be a bit more agile and, and free, able to move freely compared to if you are dependent on a central uh, organization, the, the ECB or, or the yeah, European yeah. Commission, basically. Makes sense. Uh, let's follow that. Uh, what's up next? Next up, the final news here, the news item is that the decentralized search engine becomes the default option on European Android devices. Mm -hmm. So starting from yesterday, I think, yeah, September 1st, uh, a decentralized search engine by the name of PreSearch will be listed as a default option on all new and factory reset devices sold in the United Kingdom and Europe. So what this might signal is a move that could erode Google's dominance in the search engine market. I don't think it will erode <laughs> Bitcoin, uh, Google's dominance at the moment. It will take time, of course. But I mean, you never see when the big guys fall. You see, it becomes uh, quite clear in the aftermath. But right now, I mean, I've never heard about pre-search before. Did you? I've never heard about it. So apparently, they process more than one million searches per day across more than two point three million registered users, mm -hmm. and have increased its daily searches by more than 300% since January 2021. Mm -hmm. And all search engine requests are, are processed by pre-search node operators who earn rewards through Ethereum-based pre-tokens. Mm. But who I have think taken the choice to do this? I mean, uh, Google, Android is, is a Google-owned uh, operational system, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, apparently, back in 2019, Google said that it will allow search engine rivals to compete compete for free on Android devices. They mm -hmm. had some problems with reg regulators before there. I think it, it was back in 2018. They are very confident. No, no other search engines will be as good as Google, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the that's the danger being an incumbent and feel confident, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we actually have one more news that I didn't tell you about. Would you like to hear about it? Yes, sir, I want to. Well, it's the US um, SEC that charges BitConnect founder with $2 billion in cryptocurrency fraud. And I mean, you, you remember that time, right? When, when BitConnect Connect was a thing in 2017, uh, somewhere around there. Yeah, I do, I do. A friend of mine got what was in that crypto Ponzi and lost no. a, a substantial amount of money. Oh, my God. Not a smart move, but do you remember this uh, crazy Carlos guy or what his name was who was traveling around? Bitconnect. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they have got uh, four, if they call it founders, I'm not sure if they are the founders, but they are 
four persons that have been heavily involved in, in marketing of this uh, scam coin. And uh, now they're up uh, in court and charged for a lot of money in, in US. And it seems like they have made many, many millions of dollars in those referral or commissions from uh, promoting BitConnect. Uh, so yeah, I think it's really good. It takes time, a lot of time in those cases. There's a lot of investigation it's, that has to be done and so on. But now it seems like a couple of those uh, heavy involved guys at that time are finally getting some uh, justice for what they did to a lot of people. I mean, it was so many people that lost in total, I think, around $4 billion or something like that. Wow, yeah. Yeah, it's quite shocking. I, I don't know if they are being held in jail, kept in jail or... I don't know, but yeah. Anyway, I need to rush, actually. What about you, Alex? Yeah, me too. Okay, so thanks for today and see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.